Hello there, my name is Sabrina. Welcome to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. Are you a homeschooling mama? Either a first timer, or maybe you've already been at it for years. Maybe you're just thinking about it. I want to encourage you on this journey. Tune in every week to learn hard-won wisdom, practical advice, and tips from other homeschooling moms. You can do this. Welcome back to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. Today I'm going to talk about the question of whether a homeschool co-op is the right choice for you. Most of you are probably familiar with the idea. A co-op involves some kind of a group effort, a cooperation, of homeschool families banding together to share some elements of the education of their children. The most basic type of co-op is simply a group of parents who are teaching their kids at home but want to get together for things like field trips, play dates, mom's night out, and things like that. At the other end of the spectrum are highly organized co-ops where children attend classes at campus days taught by parents or other teachers one or more days a week. Of course, much more will be required of the parents and kids in this type of co-op. Over my 28 years of homeschooling, we were blessed to experience the simple and then the more complex co-ops as my kids got older. In a nutshell, our first year or so of homeschooling focused on establishing a good routine after having had our kids in a traditional school setting for six years. It was all new, and we were learning as we went along. We weren't part of any formal co-op, but pretty quickly we banded together with other homeschool families to do field trips, ice skating lessons, holiday celebrations, and even some academic events like science fairs. This was a great way for us to meet and learn from like-minded new friends. It wasn't until 10 years later when my teenage boys wanted to play after-school sports that we connected with a formal homeschool co-op located at a nearby Christian day school. Eventually, this huge co-op began offering campus days, which we took advantage of. So I would say that our family started small and got increasingly involved in co-ops. As with most things, there are pros and cons connected with co-ops. First, the benefits. The biggest benefit is that a good co-op provides the community and support you need to give you confidence in providing your child's education. There are days when homeschooling can feel lonely and overwhelming. And there's nothing better than someone who's been there, done that, coming alongside you and being a cheerleader. I'm forever grateful for all the families we've met in co-ops who've supported us and shared many memorable experiences. They remain some of our closest friends. I've also really benefited from the amazing know-how and organizational skills of the administrators in our co-ops. This was especially important with our high school kids who had to fulfill very specific course requirements for transfers to college. 
The other huge benefit of many co-ops is the option of campus day classes. As your kids get older, it can be a relief to have another parent cover something you don't feel qualified to teach. I was happy to turn over a couple of high school math and science classes to another mom who brought her own expertise and enthusiasm to the subjects. Sometimes just a different teaching style can light a fire for your child and inspire him to work harder. I really saw that with my daughter's physics class. She loved doing the group science experiments and the design projects. I could not have provided those opportunities for her. I just wasn't the right teacher. I also think there was something about being accountable to a person other than myself that made her want to do well. And classroom settings can also create that sense of competition, which motivates some kids. In addition to the co-op's academic classes, there were the fun ones. My girls were blessed to be taught knitting, painting, photography, and several other skills by moms who were talented and passionate about them. One of my girls now runs her own photography business, and she got her start in a homeschool co-op class. Okay, let's take a look at the cons now. Some reasons you might decide to hold off on a co-op. A few drawbacks come to mind. The first one is simple, money. I personally know several young moms who want to be part of a co-op, but feel they just cannot afford it. And it's true that fees can add up quickly. There's usually an upfront registration fee. Then there'll be monthly dues to cover operating expenses. Renting those buildings where the meetings or classes are held insurance policies that come along with using those spaces, and administration and record-keeping charges. The people running the co-op must be paid for their time, which can be considerable in a large co-op group. We haven't even gotten to all the additional fees that are charged for each class that your child takes. And then there's the books and the supplies needed for each class. If you have several kids, this can get expensive fast. The second downside to co-ops is that they can tend to eat up large chunks of time in a homeschool day. Take a family with a baby or very young children, where just getting everyone out the door one or two mornings a week is exhausting. Then there are lunches, snacks, diapers to be packed, not to mention that the baby's nap schedule will be thrown off. And most likely, you'll be expected to assist in the co-op, either by teaching a class or working in the nursery. It is demanding. One young mom told me that she felt like she needed a day off just to recover from the co-op day. She was losing the peace of the treasured home life she had desired when she first started homeschooling. It's been a long time since I personally had to manage little ones, but even recently with my high schoolers, I have sometimes felt that the stress of campus day was taking over our homeschool. At one point, my two daughters were each taking four different classes twice a week. There was a fair amount of homework for each subject, and the girls started to fall behind in the classes we were doing at home. I had to learn the hard way to set limits and rein back in our time at home. We scaled back to just one science class the next year, and things were much better. 
it's important to keep an eye out for a co-op overtaking the peace of your homeschool lifestyle. Remember that if you choose to have others teach your children at co-op classes, you will have to accept their approach, their choice of curriculum, and whatever homework they assign. It will not be a program personalized to your child. It will not be one-on-one. -on -one. One last downside to consider. Homeschoolers are a pretty opinionated and strong-willed bunch. It's what drives many of us to go against the culture and homeschool in the first place. So it's not surprising that when you throw a group of us together, despite the best of intentions, there will be personality conflicts. It's just a part of our fallen human nature. Over the years, I saw at least two co-ops fall apart because of disagreements over policies, finances, expectations, and so on. This isn't a reason not to do a co-op. It's just something to be aware of. So there you have it, some of the positives and negatives. If you're thinking of joining a co-op, ask plenty of questions. Do you agree with the group's basic mission statement? How will your kids benefit from the co-op? What will you be expected to contribute in terms of time and dollars? Is the location convenient for you? Maybe a co-op will be great for your family during one year, but not so good for another year because of a new baby or some other circumstance. That is the beauty of homeschooling. You get to adjust as you go along. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope this was helpful. Please share it with a friend and make sure to subscribe if you haven't already.